0: You are listening to the Metabolic PCOS Coach Podcast, and I am your host, Dr. Rashmi Pawar, a gynecologist and a master certified life and weight coach who helps you reverse your PCOS to avoid all the complications associated with it while staying reversed for the rest of your life. Hello, my friend, and welcome to episode number 86, fruits and PCOS. So this is like, uh, I'm going to cover one by one, uh, each type of food portion that uh, is good in PCOS and what are my thoughts about it. And I'm just going to give you like my opinion about um, things in this podcast. And I offer you one belief like, Take what serves you and dispose, <laughs> discard the things which don't serve you. Uh, this is something which one of the residents had taught me. Um, like I was reporting to her and when I was in residency, we used to uh, shuffle in every different unit every six months. There would be a different um, team leader, different uh, unit of doctor and doctors. And then everyone would have different way of treating patients, um, treating each other. So she had told me very specifically this idea. She was like, uh, Rashmi, um, take what you like and let go of what you don't like. And I was like, oh, that's, that's a nice belief. So I offer you, take what you like <laughs> and let go of what you don't like. So let's start with fruits and PCOS. The first question uh, I will answer is, are fruits healthy for us? And I would say that fruits are generally considered to be healthy. That's what we learn. They are essentially packed with nutrients, vitamins, minerals, fibers, and antioxidants. Fruits are naturally low in fats and calories, making them a nutritious choice for maintaining a balanced diet. Um, Many of these vitamins in the fruits are... Um, like just available in plants sources and there are some vitamins and minerals which will be better absorbed better bioavailable in animal-based foods but still fruits are not empty calories a fruit is better than say a cookie because fruit has its own natural uh, healthy nutrients in it right so They are nutrient-rich. Nutrient-rich means, like, we all know how much we need vitamins and minerals. Like, there are proper deficiency illnesses which happen because of vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E. All these vitamins and minerals would produce deficiencies in our bodies and which can cause us illnesses. And these illnesses go away the moment we have consumed these vitamins. I mean, there's a whole... (laughs) Uh, nutritional supplement industry based on this. Now, you don't need to take those supplements if you are getting these supplements from your food. And fruits are one of these beautiful ways of consuming these nutrients. So, not just vitamins, but also minerals like potassium, Calcium. Calcium is not so much rich in uh, fruits, but potassium. So many food fruits are rich in potassium, like bananas. So they're very good for the heart uh, and regulating blood pressure. Also, fruits are high in fiber. So fiber, fiber is like, nobody even cared about fiber before. Um, it was really like sort of, uh, like people came to realize that when this diabetes pandemic started <laughs> happening diabetes and obesity that's when people started realizing it's the lack of fiber in all these um, processed food which is causing all these diabetes and hypertension and fruits have natural fiber in them they're an excellent source of dietary fibers which aids digestion promotes the feeling of fullness helps maintaining a healthy weight fiber And it's almost nowadays considered as a macronutrient, like like vitamins, minerals, like it's considered one of those uh, nutrients, micronutrient, macronutrient, I'm not so sure, but it's considered one of the important nutrients now. We need to have uh, fiber in our diet and fruits are excellent sources of fiber. Um, fiber also assists in maintaining blood sugars because it's, it's, it sort of slows the release of blood sugar in our bloodstream. Because if you imagine you are consuming a fruit juice without pulp, you drink it, it goes in your stomach and from there it goes directly in your blood. There is nothing much digestion which is required. The sugar is like absorbed in your blood right away. And then you get that sugar spike, which can cause an insulin spike, which can produce insulin resistance, which can produce obesity, diabetes, PCOS. But now imagine, instead of having that fruit juice, you're having a whole fruit, or like a juice or a smoothie with the pulp. So what happens is that fruit, when it goes, it needs to be broken down. And also the fiber in it ensures that the sugar is released slowly because we need to break that fiber down also, right? So that way the sugar release is slower and that's why if you're consuming fruits, you will have enough amount of fiber in your diet and it will prevent you from chronic lifestyle diseases like heart disease and type 2 diabetes. Also, fruits have antioxidants. They are rich in antioxidants which help protect the body against free radicals. Free radicals are unstable molecules that can cause damage to cells and can contribute to diseases like cancer and heart diseases so fruits have so many fruits have so many good antioxidants and consuming that on a regular basis will ensure that you don't need an antioxidant pill like omega 3 fatty acids and all you know those uh, seven C's and all of those big chunky pills which smell like fish oil and it's so bad and they taste so bad and they give you that bad burp you don't need all of that if you're consuming a regular dose of fruits the also Hydration. Many of these fruits have high water content, so contributing to hydration, um, so that we we don't we are not dehydrated enough. Because if you are dehydrated, now um, there are always varying theories about how much water we need to consume. But I would always say that go by your body signals. Like even if you are sitting in an AC, if you are feeling thirsty or hungry, if you if you feel like snacking, first go and drink something. Maybe you're thirsty because we have a basic um, water requirement and our body will take as much as water as we want and we will know how much water we are uh, consuming depending on how much we are peeing if we don't pee often like maybe twice a day only and it's like highly concentrated that means your body is trying to get whatever water is possible from the food um, that is uh, from the food that you're eating. But if you're drinking water enough, then your pee is you're gonna pee frequently. All that excess water is gonna come out. But also, we know that your brain, especially, is going to be well hydrated because when the dehydration happens, our brain generally will um, have um, uh, our brain will generally have. Um, it swells up when uh, when we are dehydrated and we get very irritable when uh, we are dehydrated so fruits are like a good source of water along with just normal water <laughs> i don't recommend drinking a lot of water though because that can be very toxic and it can kill us so generally 2 to 3 liters of water consumption is good enough also these fruits are low in fat and calories and um, they become great addition to our snacks like they i i personally think fruits are excellent desserts because we like, if you think about it, no one really cared about dessert until they started making dessert in packages and all, and then everyone wanted to like have desserts. But since we are in this habit of wanting something sweet after a meal, especially if you consume something salty, fruits are excellent. They are better than like sweet chocolates and other form of desserts. Now which fruit you need to avoid because yes some diabetic patients especially if you have diabetes you might want to avoid certain fruit fruits now PCOS patients generally are not diabetics but we are pre-diabetic and the whole idea of losing weight in PCOS is to bring down the sugar as much as possible so that the insulin comes down. Once the insulin comes down, your insulin resistance starts improving and you start losing weight. So while fruits are generally considered healthy for individuals with diabetes as well, but it is important to remember that they, every fruit has a varying content of sugar in it. So there are some fruits which have high sugar in it, and we we should have it in real moderation when it comes to consuming them. Something like a banana. My, my philosophy is if the fruit is sweet, it has high sugar. <laughs> Anything that is sweet, even a sweetener, that's going to produce an insulin response, an insulin spike. So reduce it, dilute it. Um, reduce the portion or just don't have it or like club it with a meal itself. So bananas are something which are very, uh, rich, very, very high in sugar content. It's going to produce a high insulin spike. But bananas also have potassium and fiber. So you need to balance it out, um, especially it's good to prevent constipation. And it's, it's overall good, like when you're feeling a bit low and all potassium is good. Um, potassium in banana is really good. Grapes are delicious but they're really high in sugar. I mean, they're so sweet, especially if you're having sweet grapes. <laughs> in India, we would have sour grapes on a regular basis, but nowadays, even in India, we would just get sweet grapes. Everything is like hybrid, and like uh, people just have figured out a way to make food very sweet, <laughs> fruits especially. So it is advisable to consume them in moderation. Pineapples are sweet and tasty, but again, high in sugar. Mangoes! mangoes my favorite food ever um they are very high in natural sugars like i remember we have a mango farm in india and they are like amazing mangoes like the most delicious tangy sweet mangoes i've ever consumed um and i remember on during this one vacation we went to the mango farm and we actually plucked all the mangoes like there were like thousands of mangoes which me and our family plucked and we gathered it in this uh, in this big heap of um hay like there were like thousands of mangoes in it and we had to like put it in like boxes and like send it back to uh to bombay and so that we could sell it in the market Oh, my God, that, that the memories, That was just a weird experience. So many mangoes. And we were having mangoes left, right, center. Like my father was having five, six mangoes a day. I was having five, six, all of us. Because what was happening is some of these mangoes were damaged. So we would just cut them. And we will see one side is damaged, other side is OK. So we will eat the other side. And we will just like keep eating mangoes. There were so many. We gave away to so many family members. And still, there were so many mangoes. So and there were mangoes which were rotting. So we wanted to consume it really fast. And what happened was such, so many mango consumption. I got boils like big, big skin boils in my skin. They were really bad. They were really painful. And I, my, I, I can't even imagine. Like my father, because he's a doctor, he tried to do the surgery on me, like try to poke those boils out with like proper in a hygienic way. But all of that was very painful there was no analgesia and it was like really really painful so yes mangoes are very high in sugar stay the fuck away from them especially if you're trying to lose weight or you're a diabetic even cherries cherries are another fruit like overall i think any fruit which is sweet stay the fuck away from it or like have it in real moderation, like be in touch with your body signals. Like uh, I like to have it at the end of my meal as a dessert when I'm actually full, like physically full, like I'm not like going to overeat it so that I just have a little bit of it for fun. And that's it. And it's all planned. Like I know which fruit I'm like, the fruit is on plan. I don't really decide which fruit I'm going to have, but then I do put fruit on my plan so now the next concern with fruits is that fruits are also allergenic many people have allergies to fruits um, uh, like citrus fruits like oranges lemons limes grapefruits can sometimes trigger allergic reactions in some individuals like itching hives and some people can even have severe reactions kiwi kiwi is another fruit it's delicious but it can cause allergies um strawberries <laughs> like mia my daughter she loved strawberry as a fruit because i was doing this baby weaning where she would like hold the fruit and eat it herself so she loved the whole texture of strawberry but then <laughs> her mouth would be like full of these spots which she would get That was like an allergic response but it wasn't really bad so it it was like, I had to like really watch out for like a severe reaction in her if she's consuming that. But over time, she got used to it. But strawberries are very uh, allergic to kids as well. And it might be allergic to you as well. So avoid them if you are if you are having like, like I used to get allergy to banana. Like I, every time I would eat banana or guava, what would happen is uh, my nose would suddenly swell up and I would cough um i would start seeing cough and then i just decide i just like i realized i'm probably allergic to banana and i'm not gonna have it so i stopped having banana for years and years and years like almost 10-15 years i was not having bananas until i went to a dermatologist and she said you know what maybe you just have an oral allergy you don't have a proper allergy so why don't you like heat the banana or like boil it or freeze it because then you denature the allergic component of that fruit and you might be able to eat it and i tried doing that and then i realized like because i'd given myself so much break from bananas i was no longer allergic to bananas (laughs) so i was like free so you there, there might be some food items that you might be allergic in past and now you're not and one of the best ways is like to heat it or like freeze it and you might not be allergic to them And then some people are allergic to stone fruits like peaches, plums, cherries, and apricots. And again, the allergic reactions can look like itching in the throat, swelling, itching of the eyes, itching of the nose, um, and sometimes even like swelling of the lips and change in voice. If, If your voice, if you're coughing and your voice is changing or you're not able to talk, you need to rush immediately to the hospital. Immediately because that means your windpipe is closing, and if you don't re- reach the hospital in minutes, you might die. So, if you notice after eating something, or after suppose someone something has bitten you and you are like itching and scratching, and the, you're coughing, and your voice has suddenly changed in a matter of seconds, that means you're going in anaphylactic shock, you need to get shots life-saving injections every hospital every clinic has it just rush to the nearest place from your house all right let's talk about fruits and seeds like latest uh, concepts like i'm following someone who's like who's a doctor and who also believes that seeds are responsible like the consumption of seed and seed oils are responsible for the leaky gut and uh, all sort of inflammation that happens to us now Some fruits are, they have seeds in it, right? But then again, as I said, like fruits like strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, rich but they also rich in antioxidants, vitamins and minerals. Pomegranates. Oh, my God. Pomegranates are so good for heart, like especially hypertension. Um, vitamin C, K, fiber and potassium, watermelon seeds. They are also good for health. Like we consume so many form of seeds, right? Tomatoes, citrus uh, fruits, they all have seeds in it. But that seed, like the theory behind why seed is bad is because seed is not supposed to be me- it's not meant for human consumption. It has this thick coating which prevents the seed from, um, from seed being broken out. That seed has a purpose in life. so that coating is really toxic uh, for our health, and it can damage our intestinal lining, it can cause some inflammation. So I did some research about this leaky gut uh, syndrome. Now, some doctors talk about it. Many doctors don't talk about it. And that's purely because um, it's not a well-established or recognized uh, syndrome in the medical community, at least not in allopathy. It's a term used in alternative medicines. It is basically increased intestinal permeability to certain foods which are not, u- which are not supposed to enter bloodstream. So certain substances which are not supposed to enter the blood, it's supposed to still stay in the intestinal system and come out of shit, basically. So when these substances produce leaky gut, these substances enter into our bloodstream and trigger an immune response and health issues. Now, leaky gut syndrome is not recognized in allopathic medicine yet, but it is still and it is still considered very controversial. Certain conditions like celiac disease, inflammatory bowel disease, certain food allergies might observe a leaky gut, but it is still not labeled so. So what I suggest is basically you gather your own data and interpret it to see if your theory fits for yourself. And I highly recommend, like most of us will be so scared to even try something new because it's like, what if something bad happens to me? What if I die? You're not gonna fucking die. be courageous enough. You're anyway like torturing yourself with the kind of food that you're eating. If you're smoking and drinking, you're torturing yourself with that as well. If you stay in a polluted country, you're torturing yourself with that as well. If you're using plastic, you're torturing yourself with that as well. If you have phone, the infrared radiations, (laughs) don't even get me started. So you are already harming yourself subconsciously in multiple ways. So Try, try having fruits on your plan for say two or four weeks, like some fruits, especially if you like fruits, okay? Stay consistent with it by following my planning and eating as planned process. Check if you gain weight. Check if you have more aches and pains. Check if you have loosies or you get constipation. Check how you feel overall. I recommend you do that by planning fruit On your meal plan and eating as planned now the medical science keeps changing and they will keep giving you a variety of studies and evidence-based medicine and this and that but you can gather your own evidence who just imagine who are these people who are gathering all this evidence and interpreting it they're human beings you have a human brain A highly functional human brain. If you have figured out to have a smartphone and if you have figured out downloading an app which helps you listen to podcasts, you have a highly functional human brain. So please use that human brain for your advantage and start gathering your own data about the food that you're eating, whether it suits you. Medical science will keep changing. The evidence which is gathered is not absolute it comes from someone's agenda, they, they, we decide, okay, we're gonna check, like this is, like I've done thesis, right? Like I used to have an agenda, like sometimes we would have an agenda to test the theory. Sometimes we just gather data and then start interpreting it. Now, that interpretation also demands a lot of skill And you need to think out of the box, like start thinking things like, okay, what about this? What about this? What about this? So that it depends, like the studies which come out, they they do have an observational bias to some extent. And like there's so much data already, (laughs) which is gathered. And not every human being is looking at the things which they want to look at. I would recommend you put fruit on your meal plans, especially if you like fruits, I'm not saying if you don't like fruits, just stop listening to this podcast. Why are you listening to it? <laughs> now, if you're not, if you don't like fruit, and you want to start adding food to your meal plan, because of its health benefits, I would recommend put it at the end of your meal. Okay. Secondly, start with one fruit at a time and gather evidence, gather like data of like, what are your thoughts about it? So suppose if you put if you have grape, like ask yourself, what was good about grapes? Did you like it? Did you not like it? And you can like check again the next day, again, try to have grapes, like would I plan for it again tomorrow? Because those are the questions which I ask myself after every meal, what worked in this meal, like I write down what I ate, then I ask myself what worked? And did I eat beyond my fullness? And would I eat, what would I do differently tomorrow? So what worked is where I will write all my interpretation, like what was good about this meal. And sometimes, sometimes I eat something which I don't like, like some fruits like pineapple. It fucking irritates me. It causes me a lot of itching in my throat. And sometimes I get itching in my body as well, because I I am allergic to it. But still, because, you know, it's so tasty and yummy. (laughs) The tropical fruit, the tanginess which comes with it, I will go for it. And then I don't like it. And then I don't put it on my plan for tomorrow. So you can do that to yourself. So medical science keeps changing. And you can't really trust what others are saying, I want you to trust what your body is saying. Because, like. I have been a doctor for almost 25 years, like as a specialist 15 years, but 25 years back when I was studying medicine, they taught us being gay was a perversion. That was taught in the textbooks. It was a criminal offence, but it's not the same anymore. Doctors in the 1950s were smoking and were encouraging smoking. There were ads with doctors promoting smoking for attention, for concentration but now we know it damages so much, right? Cancers and everything. Fat was demonized and still is until now in medical community. But now we know what is good fat and bad fat. So things would keep changing in the world of nutrition. I want you to take control of your case and assess for yourself which nutrition works for you. So I advise you have the fruit that you like, like first of all, go with that. If you don't like something, don't have it. There are many people who don't like fruits and are still leading a healthy life without fruits. So there is that option as well available. So that's my take on fruits in PCOS. If you have any doubts, please feel free to DM me or get in touch with me in case you want to like start working on losing weight in a very mindful way and keeping it off for the rest of your life using mindset tools. Get in touch and let's get started. All right, my friend, that's it for today. I will see you next time. Bye bye. Hey, if you're ready to reverse your PCOS, I want to invite you to a discovery call with me to get started on your journey to reversing PCOS. Where you are going to lose the weight first, the hardest part, and then get to all your health goals by staying insulin sensitive for the rest of your life using my proven formula. Just head over to the link in bio to book your call. I'll see you there.